There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. KC95, Josh and his show, Josh and Scott today. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. Told you that the uh, Rolling Stones were teasing a, uh, a tour. Yep. Well, they're touring. Hit it on the head, baby. Yep. They're not coming here, but they're going to a lot of places. They start in Houston, April 28th, man. Houston, New Orleans, they're playing Jazz Fest. My wife was like, what are they doing in New Orleans? Ah, they're playing Jazz Fest. You ever been to Jazz Fest? I have not. Me neither. It just seems like a horrible time. (laughs) I thought you were going to tell me, oh, it's great. No. (laughs) There was one time I had tickets to see Jimmy Buffett at Jazz Fest, and I'm like, I don't want to drive and deal with all that. I lived, you know, 45 minutes away in Baton Rouge. It's an easy drive. But I'm like, I don't want to fight. I I don't like festivals. I hate festivals. You got to park a million miles away. And you're outside and you're in the elements and it might rain. It might be hot. People are a-holes. The the bathroom sitch is usually terrible. You have to fight for a place to actually watch the show. I hate festivals. Maybe that makes me sound like a fuddy-duddy, but I hate (laughs) festival situations. I want to know where my ticket is. Sit sit me in my seat. That's what I want. I was spoiled for so long just being on tour and stuff that it's hard for me to go to a concert in general. Yeah. Unless I'm like... We have to have good seats. Yeah. We're good I mean, seat people. We're snobs. I, it, I hate to be that way. Although your just... ass likes to sit out on the lawn at the amphitheater and to get stoned. That's different. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on what kind of mood I'm in. But like a band that I really want to see. Yeah. Like be up close for. Like Nickelback. I really wanted to yeah. watch them play. Yeah. And we gotta, did. I got to have good seats. I agree. I'm trying to find a show in here that makes the most sense. Distance-wise, Chicago makes the most uh, sense for us because I've never seen the Stones. I want to see them. You haven't seen them in 100 years. You want to see them. I mean, they're in Denver, Cleveland, Philadelphia, Atlanta, Orlando, Boston, East Rutherford, New Jersey, Seattle, Vegas. Hey! Hey, I'd be down to go to Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, Vegas, baby. You're so money, you don't even know it, baby. Are they playing at the Sphere? Uh, no, they're playing at the football stadium. Uh, oh, okay. That the Sphere sense. would be fun. Though. Wouldn't that be cool? I say, here's what I say we do. I'm going to try to manifest this. All right. I say we need to fi- somehow find a way to get a bunch of our listeners together and like take a party bus or take the Amtrak or something. Go to Chicago to see that show oh, at Soldier yeah. Field. That's oh, my no, plan. See, that would be cool. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, we need to find a way. I'm going to try to manifest this. If I start saying it now, I'll get let down a lot earlier when they tell me it can't happen, <laughs> as opposed to closer to the show. So I want to try to manifest it at least now and be like, listen, let's get Josh in his show listeners. Let's get a bus. Let's get a train, planes, trains, automobiles. I don't care how we get there. We all get together, have a little section of tickets. Boom, we go see the Stones in Chicago. Um, um, I'm in. I'm feeling you. I'm in. Now I just got to find management people who are in. <laughs> if I can do that, we're going to have a hell of a time in Chicago. Uh, we stay the night, I guess. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. We go we get a hotel. Get pizza. Oh, God, they've got great pizza there. Great thin crust. Everybody gets the deep dish in Chicago. Get the, the thin crust pizza in Chicago. It's the best. We got to go to the south side where the real people are. Yeah. Not like the dopes over at Wrigleyville and all that. Bunch of bros with their pop collars and their pastel <laughs> 
colored shirts <laughs> and their toxic masculinity. No. <laughs> We want good. We want good blue old, collar. Yes, we want blue collar white people and Hispanics. That's what we're looking for. And we want to drink old style, two fifty a, a glass. What was the date on the Chicago show? Uh, I'll look it up. I, mean, I got it right here. It okay. is June twenty seventh. Oh, it's my. That's our anniversary. Oh, well, there. There you go. Yeah. We gotta sell June it. June twenty seventh. June twenty seventh. We gotta sell it. It's the anniversary. We gotta go. Who's coming with me? Damn it. We want to go to Chicago. Uh, KC95, hello? Hello. Hey. Good time. Good time going to Chicago to see a concert, man. We went and saw Queen in Chicago, and it was fantastic. That's what I'm saying. The people are in. They want to go. I don't know how many free tickets we can get or not, but the good news is if you want a little inside baseball. <laughs> the good news. <laughs> I feel like we could probably get more because they're pimping an album. If they were just like an old a group of old dudes that were just going out and playing shows because they're old and want to make money. They're not coming here. They're not. Yeah, they don't care. They don't need to. Like, there's nothing we can do for them. We can do something for them because they're trying to move albums because they've put out new music, which Favaz played another song from that album today, the, oh, nice. the Hackney Diamonds. It's pretty good. It's a solid little album. So I, I want to make this happen. I don't know how we're going to do it. I don't know what salespeople I need to talk to. I don't know if I need to talk to Marty. He'll probably just go, can't happen, dude. <laughs> probably. Get to number one, dude. And Tommy will say, hey, maybe I can get something on the point for that. <laughs> you can ride with Riz if you want. <laughs> the Riz crew is taking an experimental glider to Chicago. Hop on. Hop on. You can come. Uh, you're going to have to buy a ticket. <laughs> you get your ride. But, but you, you, listen, you're on your own once you get there. <laughs> <laughs> KG95, Josh and his show, Josh and Scotty today. It's on this day. You want to feel old? 2006. What were you doing in 2006? I was on tour. See? Now you really feel old, don't you? You're out touring? I didn't need you to tell me that to feel old. <laughs> <laughs> well, on this day in 2006, a band called Daughtry. Yeah. Released uh, their debut album. And dude, I'm a, that, at least that first album, I'm a Daughtry guy. Oh, yeah. Like big time. My wife uh, said she hung out with him once in Pennsylvania when she was on the radio there. And they were just doing shots together and stuff. Like, he's, he seems like the coolest dude. He's super cool. That super seems cool. like a dude you would have opened for at some point. No, he was kind of, it was kind of after. We were like on our way out 2006, seven. We were kind of slowing yeah. down. Then Cabo, local band, got a deal and I was involved in their management group. Yep. Um, and uh, I filled in for a tour manager in Canada. Uh-huh. So we did Canada and they were on tour with Daughtry. So we spent like, it was about a week and a half I was out there with them. And yeah, we just played football on the side of the, actually, I had another dumb moment there. So <laughs> With Daughtry? Yeah, with Daughtry. He was there. We were playing catch with the football on the tour buses, yeah. right? In between the tour buses. Well, I wasn't paying attention and the slide out comes out on the bus, right? <laughs> Dude. I got this ball and boom! My he's like, dude, are you all right? I mean, I whacked that thing with my head. I'm surprised I'm not like just half dumb. Like you have CTE. You're like football players, you know? I, I might. Like if they ever like, you know, when you die, if they exhume your body and take out your brain, it'll be black. Yeah. Or one Daughtry, one DBs, one stupidity. <laughs> no, I, I don't know why that popped in my head, but yeah, it was it because I went down. He's like, look up, and it's Daughtry above me going, dude, are you all right? Daughtry, is that you? <laughs> but the dude had some and bangers. You were there, and you were there. <laughs> like, he really did have jams, though. That first album had Home, Over You, It's Not Over. 
It's a uh, God. He had some good stuff. He's man. a great singer. Casey from Cabo actually sang "Home" when they played with Daughtry here at Chaffetz. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, dude. so he got to sing to his home crowd and sing oh, "Home" with Daughtry. Boy, it's that's pretty real. cool. Over you is, I think, my favorite. I think it's a good jam, man. I can't believe you were the one to build me up and tear me down like an old abandoned house. God, that's good, man. Yeah, when I get drunk on Sunday sometimes when I go down the old YouTube wormhole, I'll, some, I'll get around to Daughtry. A lot of like early to mid-2000s pop rock stuff is kind of my sweet spot, you know? Have you heard his cover of Don't Stop Believing" with Lizzie Hale? Yeah, you played it for oh, me. Did I play yeah. it for you? Okay. Uh-huh. God, so good. God. Like, I feel like he got kind of a bad rap because he was on Idol and yeah. stuff. Yeah. But the dude's he a legit. He didn't on Idol. No. The dude's a legit singer. And by the way, he finished like sixth or something yeah. on American yeah. Idol. I want to say his year was the year that Taylor Hicks dweeb won. The gray-haired guy? No, I thought it was the year that uh, Carrie Underwood won. Was it? I think so. The one year I watched that show, Daughtry was on there. So what? And I watched one season of it. And I want to say... Well, it obviously. God, what year was that? Either way, I watched that. And everybody thought Daughtry was going to run away with it. Everybody yeah. thought Daughtry's oh, got. God, yeah. And then he ends up b- being bounced very early in the process. And I swear, I thought it was a t- the Taylor Hicks year. It is. You're Ooh. right. You're correct. Who yeah. was the one that fit? It was uh, Catherine McPhee. Was also remember her? She was hot and Catherine she's done McPhee. some stuff. Kelly yeah. Pickler. Oh, Kelly Pickler, who for a small moment in time was besties with Taylor. She had a she and Taylor were besties. Oh, really? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, See? she was cute too. She had her own talk show at one point. Kelly Pickler did probably like seven degree or six degrees of Kevin Bacon or something. Yeah, she. Of <laughs> <she laughs> Daughtry. Yeah, <laughs> boy, but I tell you, man, Daughtry crushes. What year did did uh did he open for Nickelback at some point? Oh yeah, because well, uh, it ain't over. Is that it? The name of the song? It's not over. It's not over. It was written by Chad Kroger. Well, and that him. makes yeah. that's why I like it. I yeah. like everything. I like everything Chad does. Yeah, I love him. It's a great song. Dude crushes, and again, he gets kind of a bad rap because of the idol thing, you know. But I would legitimately play this song and tell Marty Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> I would. <laughs> That's where you and I differ. <laughs> G95 Journey. Josh in a show. It's Josh and Scotty today. What did I tell you what happened? Scott, I told you that the Chiefs were going to lose last night. I tried to tell Coach. I said, listen, bud, sometimes you got to go against your own team if you're out there trying to make a buck. Unless it's the Broncos. Yeah, in which case we always go for the Broncos. Everyone knows that. (laughs) Although I did pick the Broncos this week, too. Look, I have a gift. I know what you're saying, Josh. You're like $30,000 in debt because you're a horrible gambler. And that's part of the reason, yes. But every now and then I pull a rabbit out of my hat. And another thing I told you is that uh, J- that uh, Travis Kelsey would play terribly because Taylor wasn't there. And as it turns out, Taylor's parents were also not there last night. So I said, take the under on his receiving yards, which were like 76 and a half or something. He ended up with 40 something, had a fumble inside the 10 as well. As I was terrible. Uh, and I tried to tell you guys, I said, listen, to old Uncle Josh, I would not give you information. People have died trying to obtain this piece of information, but I'm going to give it to you for free. You got to take that under on Travis Kelsey. He don't look right. Like, something looks up with that dude, and here's what I think. Here's my conspiracy about... He's whipped. He's not only whipped. I mean, homeboy's traveling across the globe to go watch his girlfriend sing. He's going to Brazil. He's going here. 
He's telling people to not worry about his personal life, but then he sits around and divulges all the information about his personal life on his podcasts and in interviews and stuff. Yeah. The dude's fry. Like, it's one thing to be football famous. And not like Tom Brady famous, but like, you're famous, you play football, and people in the football world know who you are, and maybe some people who watched your little reality show a decade ago know who you are, but by and large, you're just a football dude. The world doesn't care about you. Well, now you're in Taylor Swift territory where she's maybe the most famous person on the planet, and that's a different level of pressure, that's a different level of stress, and I think it's effing with this dude. I said it would. You weren't I, wrong. I told I told uh, Coach that. I said it's going to mess his head up, and towards the end of the season, he is not going to perform. And he hasn't done a damn thing. Now, he had those two games where she was there, and he had over 100 yards in each game and was a baller. Last night, I think this is now three in a row that he's been awful. I mean, like, not good at all. And she hasn't been in any of those games. And I said, take the under. Let it ride on the under, baby. And what happened? He goes out there and has 40-something yards. He was a dud last night. I was happy. Me too. I hate the Chiefs. <laughs> Coach and Taylor Swift have made me hate the Chiefs. <laughs> I'm not above hating. When I was a kid, that was my favorite team. When I lived in Springfield when I was a little boy, we were big Chiefs people. Joe Montana and Marcus Allen and Willie Davis and J.J. Burden, my favorite player ever, a man by the name of Derek Thomas. Loved them. Neil Smith. God, I love those Chiefs teams. Marty Schottenheimer, Kim Blanders, Tony Gonzalez, that great offensive line, like that, that Grunhardt, all those guys. But coaches made me hate them. Coach and Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. The three of them have made me hate the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> so I was rooting for them to get their asses kicked last night. And look at the Eagles coming back, holding them to zero in the second half. Shut them out. In the second half. pretty impressive. And I took a, a solo bet. I went over to Illinois because I'm in a rental car for the next couple days because uh. uh, apparently the rim on our car was cracked, so we had to order a new rim, so I'm in a rental car. And since it's a rental car, Jilly doesn't care how much I drive and how many miles I put on it. So you just go. Every day. Illinois, baby. So I went over to Illinois yesterday, and I said, I'm putting on a couple of bucks on... Uh, Jalen Hurts to score a touchdown today. Plus 120. 100 bucks wins 120. Bam, did that. And I hit a parlay last night with a five-leg parlay. I'm back. <laughs> I am so back. No wonder you're in a good team I am mood. so back. <laughs> Won like $500 last night. We're going to the strip club. It's going to get stupid. All ones, baby. I mean, I was... I, and it came down to needing uh, this guy from the Chiefs, Rice, to have 40 receiving yards. It was the last leg of my parlay. And he got to those 40 receiving yards on the last drive of the game. Oh. Boy, it was, it was good. It was good, man. You're just like, yeah! It was, it's <laughs> I tell you, gambling's not a good uh, vice. No. It really is not. No. I'm not urging everybody to go out and become a degenerate like me. Alkeholic, gambler like myself. When it's going right, it's a really good time. <laughs> <laughs> if you're willing your to take a chance. Back. Get your well, today is a red-letter date in the history Um of boners, um, and I think that this would be a uh, something that many of our listeners would care about because I'm going to guess that many of them use this or some form of it. But uh, 20 years ago on this day, the FDA approved Cialis. Now, of course, there were other boner pills before there, most notably Viagra, right. but Cialis came into play. Apparently, Cialis can be taken hours before intercourse, whereas Viagra and Levitra have basically have an hour. 
So Cialis, I think, just keeps you rock steady for hours. Never used it. You've never. Have you ever had to take any boner pills? No. See, it's. I think I'd be too nervous to do it. Like I like anytime I take any sort of medication, I get nervous. Yeah. Right? Like I'm like, oh my God. Like it weirds me out. Like, what's this gonna do to me? I'm gonna get every side effect that they're talking Correct. about. Correct. That's why I'm so weird about taking meds. Explosive diarrhea. It, all Headache. of it. <laughs> all of this. But like like I, I'm curious, but I think based on the issues I've had lately, like a boner pill also messes with your heart. I would imagine, like all that blood and yeah, everything, the blood pressure thing. So yeah. I, don't, I think I'd die if I took one of those. <laughs> like I don't think it'd go well for me. <laughs> you never and, know. And like, here's what I want to know: If you guys want to get in, please uh, feel free to call. How many of you have taken boner pills, and how long did your boner last? Longer than four hours. <laughs> call a doctor. <laughs> I'm, oh, genuine, I'm genuinely curious. Like, I'd like to know how this works. I've never done it. <laughs> you take a pill. <laughs> I know. I get that. But I want to know how quickly you get this. And then I want to know how long it lasts. Because, I mean, once you do it, once you, you know, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Most men don't want to do it again for a while, right? You're like recuperating. You're you once that happens, you're no longer all horned out. Usually, I'm catching my breath. Correct. You're eating a sandwich. <laughs> whatever it is you do, whatever. So, like, does that mean you just walk around with an erection, like for hours afterward? Like, there's nothing I can do with it. It's just there. Do you try to prop it up? What happens? <laughs> do you try to? Do you use it again? <laughs> I mean, like, but that's the point. Is like how? I mean, it takes a while. Unless you're like a porn star or something, you can't just go right back at it again. No man can. It defies science. <laughs> you can't. You're like, like literally, the second that happens, you're like, I hate all women. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't need anybody in the world. Excuse oh, me while I kick the cat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good now. I need nobody. <laughs> and then like 30 minutes later, you're like, you know what looks good? <laughs> Anything with an input. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the reset. <laughs> That's <laughs> exactly right. It's a reboot. So here's what I need from you guys, all right? You can get it now, because I'm going to go out on a limb here and just take a wild guess that many people who listen to Casey take some sort of boner pill. I'm probably not far off. I mean, but I haven't had to deal with it yet. Well, but I take testosterone, too, so that yeah, helps. There you go. Premiere you. Premiere the letter U med.com. <laughs> Swansea. If you don't want to take County. boner pills, you can take testosterone. It will help. All right, so I'll take some of these phone calls here. I want to hear your boner tales. KC95 Double Vision. It is the anniversary of Cialis, which became the third boner pill out there on the market. It was the third. Huh? It was number three. But this was special because it could be taken... Uh, you know, like hours before you made love. So, like the other boner pills, you had to take them like right then and then like yeah. within an hour. In the then, moment. yeah, right. So, uh, people are calling up and sharing boner tales. That's what we're gonna call it now. <laughs> boner tales. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see what's going on on the phone. Hello, Casey. Yeah. Hey, guys, talking about boner pills a while ago. Yeah. What you got? Well, I don't need them. <laughs> well, thank Christ. Yeah, uh, back when I turned 40, a buddy of mine gave me a packet of Cialis, uh, whatever it was. That was a five-pack, and uh, I got home. I just got through it back in the medicine cabinet. And then uh, uh, about 10 years later, I was redoing the bathroom here. I found it. 
And all the outside was off. You know, like the outside coating was gone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'll try this. Pop one, you know. Did you just out of the blue just say, I'm going to take this and see what happens? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was curious. Okay. Know? Well, did you at least have a lady to fornicate with once you were erect? Y yes, I did. Was she in, yes, did, did she know this was going to happen, or did you just spring this on her like, listen, honey, it's not going to go away for at least seven hours, <laughs> so let's see what happens. I just told her I loved her. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you do it? I, damn, yeah. I need to take notes from Casanova <laughs> over here. Oh, yeah. But anyway, uh, it's probably three or four hours later. I'm probably lucky I didn't get kicked out of Kroger. <laughs> well, why did you go to Kroger with a boner? I didn't have one. I got there, but you see all these pretty girls walking by and that. Man, it's just, it's there. So you took this and then you went to Kroger? Well, after. I went to Kroger later on. Yeah, it's probably about three, four hours later. So basically, you could lose the boner, but then it like reformed once you saw the hot chicks at Kroger. Uh, apparently so. But how do you know that this is due to the boner pills and not that just you're a horn dog? Well, I was 55 years old at the time, so I don't like quite a horn dog anymore. Now. I think it makes That's you it. more of a horn dog when you're 55. Here's what I know about 50 something year old men. Every woman is attractive to them. That's what I've learned about 50-something-year-old men. Oh, wait you hit 60. <laughs> Thank you, sir. G95, too young to fall in love. Motley Crue, Josh and Scott. People are calling about uh, boner pills because that's what we talk about. That's what we're into. Casey, hello. Josh, Scotty, have you ever seen the movie Cocoon? Yes. Okay, do you remember the part when where Wil Wilford Brimley and Don Amici are walking towards the pool? Yep. And they're talking they're talking about their boners. Yep. And and Wilford Brimley says it's blue steel, cat couldn't scratch it. Yep. One of my favorite lines. I still talk about it that way now. I love it. It's you know, quality. It's yeah. You know, it, it gets you there and then it goes away and then you just get re stimulated and it comes back. It's if you can handle the headaches, it's kind of worth it. I see. Blue steel. Cat couldn't scratch it. <laughs> I really... It was so easy to find. <laughs> Blue steel. Cat couldn't scratch it. <laughs> I'm a big Wilford Brimley guy. I am too. It's amazing to think that he's the same age as Paul Rudd in when he played Cocoon. And he looks so old in that movie. Correct. He looks like he's in his 70s. Correct. That's so crazy. How to old me. is Paul Rudd? Like Probably. 52, 53. Okay, so Wilford Brimley was 52 in that when movie. he made Cocoon. Yes. And Paul Rudd, he of, of uh, Ant Man, Ant -Man and, and all the 40 year old virgin yep. and everything, he is currently the same age as Wilford Brimley was when he made Cocoon. That astonishes me. Because I didn't really, f I, they always feel they felt like old people. I guess Amici was probably a lot older than Brimley. And I would have actually had to have been. Yeah. yeah. Can I play you my favorite thing involving um, Wilford Brimley? Yeah. It's a little 10 second mix that somebody made of one of the diabetes commercials. <laughs> it's my favorite. Diabetes, 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 diabetes. <laughs> Diabetes, <laughs> diabetes testing supplies. <laughs> diabetes testing. That's my favorite thing. Uh, There's also my favorite Wilford Brimley role 
is where he's the guy that's kind of like the 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 strong arm in the firm where he like works for yeah, the firm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he meets Tom Cruise down on the Mississippi River, and he's basically blackmailing him. You know, he's like talking about his wife, and he goes, "Now imagine your pretty little wife." Going to the mailbox, anticipating the arrival of her Sharper Image catalog, or her, her Red Book, or Sharper Image catalog. What does she find instead, Mitch? Heartache, Mitch. <laughs> like, it's Heartache. so good. Because he's got the pictures of Mitch banging some other chick, you know? So he's like, imagine she finds that, Mitch. I'm sure you're going to do what's best for the firm. He's got, like, sarcastic humor. And he was also in The Natural. He mm -hmm. was the coach in The Natural, and I yeah. love that part for him. Yeah. It was really good. We're big Wilford Brimley, <laughs> if you didn't know. Diabetes, 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 <laughs> testing supplies. <laughs> that oh, 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 diabetes. That's cool. That's fantastic. I know. The internet, they win. <laughs> they win. The it's internet something. is undefeated. It remains undefeated. Uh, let's see. Casey 95 hello. Brother Josh. What's up? True, true story. All right. Back in the day, uh, early 20s, late 20s, we used to go to Tijuana, Mexico, and buy the blue pill for $1. And the Mexicans would not let the Guatemalan or the Chilean girls into the strip club so they would stand on a street called Concepcion. We would take one of them pills, have a couple beers, walk down the street and pick who you wanted and just keep on going, brother. How much did it cost? Not the pill, but the gals. Uh, $10. That's 10 and American? Uh, American dollars. And if you wanted a cover, it was an extra dollar. Boy. That covered the motel room and everything. Boy, Mexico, what a place. I know. I wouldn't go back there now, you know, but uh, back then, brother, it was a good time. You ever see a donkey show? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's commonplace. <laughs> I took my kids. It was a great time. I had season tickets. <laughs> the donkey show is like SeaWorld in Mexico. You know, we just walked. <laughs> We'd get the box for $250. <laughs> Josh Ennis show uh, with Thanksgiving coming up on Thursday. You know what season it is, Scott? It's planes, trains, and automobiles. Uh, <laughs> I forgot about that one. Is that a, uh, a thing you do in your house? Do you watch planes, trains, and automobiles uh, on Thanksgiving? Yeah, Maybe. usually it's on, so yeah. I mean, you got to watch it. Like, that's a thing in our house. Like, you've got to watch planes, trains, and automobiles. It is Fair. really one of the only Thanksgiving movies that exists anyway. And it's one of the most brilliant movies that anyone has ever made. It's a special, perfect, freaking movie, and you must watch it. But it is important to only watch it this time of year so as to not tire of it. You don't want to tire of something so classic. You want to wait for it. You want that anticipation, that buildup, so you can watch Planes, Trains, and Automobiles and have a great Thanksgiving. Think it, to me, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is one of those things that like, is synonymous with like your pants being unbuttoned, you just ate like three plates of food. Now you made a sandwich with all the leftovers. You know, you took like a hoagie roll, and like a sub, and you put like you instead of like mustard, you put the mashed potatoes on the bottom of the bun, and some stuffing, and some turkey, and some cranberry, and some corn and green beans. You just made a whole sandwich out of it. And now you unbutton your pants, or you put on your sweats, get a glass of wine or a beer. And you sit there and you watch planes, trains, and automobiles, and you laugh your balls off because it's a classic. So what time do you do this? 
Planes, trains, and automobiles is a later in the night thing. Yeah. Well, it's also got, got football. That's the hard part now that they've added a third football game in recent years. It was really easy to be done when the Cowboys game would be over at 6.30 or whatever. Right. Then, boom, it's planes, trains, and automobiles. You're lubed up. You're ready to go. Now, if you're going to do degenerate gambling, you might be up until 10 o'clock watching football. So you got to be good about it. But the good thing is you drink enough. Bang! You're ready to go at like 10 o'clock. You're good and lubed up where you're going to laugh your ass off and you watch planes, trains, and automobiles. Or pass out. I don't want to do that. I want to watch planes, <laughs> trains, and I want to pass out while I'm watching planes, trains, and automobiles. <laughs> you're a real trooper. I am. <laughs> you get your behind out here. She's She may be little, but she's strong. Unless you're a hog or a cattle. People train runs out of stub bill. <laughs> That'll be fine. That'll be, great. That'll be just fine. Leave it. Oh. Oh, leave it be. <laughs> leave Get it. You're lazy behind out here and put that trunk <laughs> up in the back. Oh no, no, the word we've got it. It's very heavy. She don't mind. She's short and skinny, but she's strong. <laughs> Her first baby. Come out sideways. She didn't scream. She didn't nothing. scream or nothing. <laughs> Isn't that something? <laughs> You're a real trooper. <laughs> we got it. We oh, got it. Right. Right. <laughs> You're a real trooper. Her first baby come out sideways. Uh, what do you think? What do you think the temperature is? One. <laughs> Give him the goddamn glove. <laughs> the dog snapping at him. Oh my god! It's such a classic. <laughs> There is some truly hysterical. <laughs> I know. Hey, Casey, what's up? Hey, uh, some another movie on Thanksgiving. You, some you guys gotta check out Alice's Restaurant. Is that a movie or is that a song? Is there a movie? a movie? Is there too. a movie that also goes along with I that? I think so. I'll be honest with you. I'm not one of these people that gives a damn or adheres to the idea that every rock radio station on the planet has to play a 20 minute damn song on Thanksgiving. But hey. It's, it's tradition, much like hey, planes, trains, and automobiles. I'm not going to tell you to not do it. I don't have that authority. I'm not even allowed <laughs> to play any damn songs I want to play anymore. I don't have any pull, but uh, it just doesn't do anything for me, is all. Is there an Alice's Restaurant movie, or is it just a song? I just see the song. Uh, let's see. KC95, hello. Yes. Uh, outside of John Candy and Steve Martin being spectacular actors, you got to appreciate... You know, they're showing St. Louis Airport. I know. St. Louis Airport featured prominently yeah. in that. From what I gather, it wasn't snowing when they filmed it. They had to add the snow. The snow. So it was fake snow outside of the airport. They but called yes. Hidden Valley and drug some in. Uh, let's see. Casey, hey. hello. All right, nobody there. And actually, there is an Alice's Restaurant movie. How about that? A 1969 American comedy film. How about that? It's an adaptation of the 1967 folk song, Alice's Restaurant Massacre. Oh, well, there you go. Now you know. If you didn't know, like me, now you know. KC95, hello. All right, nobody All right. there. KC, hello. Yeah, there's an Alice's Restaurant movie. Just said that. KC95, hello. Hey, I got through. That's awesome. Yeah. No, I, I, uh, am I on the show? Yeah, what's up? Yeah, uh, no, I just wanted to say something about how uh, you guys were talking about not watching the movie until that time of year. 
me and my wife are movie fanatics. I mean, we probably watch two movies a night when I get off work, you know, and whatnot. But she always wants to watch these Christmas movies and these holiday movies throughout the year. And we bicker back and forth about it because I tell her, you know, that's the point of the movie, you know, you watch it that time of year and you never get burned out on it. Correct. And it's a, that's an unacceptable thing. I will not watch Christmas films when it's not Christmas season. And I've got plenty of them I love. Bad Santa, Christmas Vacation, incredible movies. Uh, Love Actually, one of my favorite movies of all time. I'm a little bit gay, and that's okay. All that said, you can only watch these Christmas films at Christmas time. It's so good to watch a Christmas movie in July. You know what I hate? Christmas in July. And every ballpark does the damn thing. Christmas in July, it's like, hey, come on out. We're playing Christmas music at Bush Stadium, and we got ugly sweater jerseys. No! <laughs> Christmas is for Christmas. Yes. That's what this is. And start Friday. Um, yeah, totally. My dad's already got the Christmas tree up. He's had the Christmas tree up since November 1st. Really? My dad's never even home, but he came home just long enough to put up his Christmas tree and go back out on the road signing autographs for dumb people who think he's a celebrity. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. But anyway, we're having fun today. We're just having, there's boys being boys, hanging out, having a good time. Yucking it up a little bit. Talking movies. <laughs> Yucking it up. Just having a good time. So, Scotty, do you guys have any, like, holiday traditions, though? Like, anything Christmas, uh, Thanksgiving, something you do every year? Um, no. Well, we take the pajama picture with the whole family. Oh, my brother and his son and his wife oh, and my, my mother. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's nothing you guys do just every year. It's like, oh, it's this time of year. We got to go get the Griswold family Christmas tree. No, or, you guys really. seem like a real Christmas tree family. Is that an accurate uh, guess? No, actually, we bought a new one last year. Really? Yeah. That's an upset. Because Why? Be, well, first They're of messy. all, I get that. But you're out there you know, in the woods. You we know, could probably cut one down with the hill people out there. Like, <laughs> like I just you used, cutting wise with me, son. I mean, you're showing me <laughs> pictures of your daughter plugging deer at five in the morning before the sun comes up. You just feel like you're going to bring me backstrap. Like you feel like, and that was me saying that. You never said that, but I'm assuming I'm getting backstrap. I feel like <laughs> I feel like you guys would have a real Christmas tree. That yeah. just, you seem like the types. I don't think we never have. We talked about it a couple times, but we never did it. Really? Yeah, that's enough. My parents didn't do it either. Like, you seem like the type to go out and, like, kill your own turkey. Like, you send the kids out. That's how they grow up. You're like, you're not going to be a man, son, until you can go out and kill your own bird and pluck the feathers. Fact. I've never been turkey hunting. That shocks me. I know. It shocks me. Because I'd love to go. Which now reminds me of another great Thanksgiving movie. Son-in-law. Oh, that because is, they yeah. go home for Thanksgiving. Now I gotta watch Son-in-Law too. That's a good one too. Son-in-Law to me, and this is this is a hot take. <laughs> Son-in-Law <laughs> might be the most underrated comedy in the history of cinema. It's pretty damn good because I think a lot of people get caught up in the idea that it's Pauly Shore and what. No, it is a brilliant film with so many great lines, and you got the bad guy from the Mighty Ducks that's the dad. He's also the bad guy lawyer from uh, My Cousin Vinny. Oh, he is. Gosh. And, you know, I mean, the line, the like, a lot of Pauly Shore stuff isn't good. Like, yeah, you know, in the army the now sucks. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of them that are fine. Son-in-Law is maybe the most underappreciated movie in the history of cinema, and I stand by that. It's a brilliant film. So many good lines in there. Who was the actress that played the the lead? Her name is Carla Guaglia or something like that. It's some. Uh, she's hot, first of all, and she's been in a lot of things where she's looked hot. She still does stuff. It's Carla something, and she she's was on Entourage too. She's hot, and she's great in that movie. 
Then she gets the blonde hair when she moves to California. Yep. Looks great. Old Ooh. Mick Walter had a farm, E-I-E-I-O, <laughs> and on this farm he had a kid with squishy, puffy cheeks. I, I just, I, Steven Tyler PJs! Steven Tyler PJs! <laughs> I, I love that damn movie. Oh, God. I need, I need to watch that. I think what you need is a double feature. I might watch to... that tomorrow and prepare oh, because so that way I can solid. watch football. That's great. That's great. Because I'm not going to the bars. I'm, I'm cutting myself off. <laughs> I got to take a break. <laughs> I got to level out. Oh, one of my holiday traditions used to be like this does. This might sound bad to religious people, I guess. But like for a while, me and my wife would just go get blasted on Christmas Eve and then go to midnight mass. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we would do that. that. I'm not religious in any way. So even, like, even Did if you like Midnight Mass, it's kind of cool. I mean, I was hammered. I don't remember. <laughs> I dated a gal in college, and her parents were really religious, like for church and stuff. So I'd, I'd go with them, right? And I'd walk up there thinking that, like, hey, I'm about to take Christ. Like, I'm about to eat this man, you know? But then I'd go up there, and they'd say, since you're not actually Catholic, you're really just eating a cracker. It's not Christ. I'd be like, well, damn. You gotta accept him as your Lord and Savior. Like, look, I'm hungry, so I'm gonna eat this. <laughs> it's, it's so filling. That one <laughs> yeah. little chip of bread. I really want this game piece that I'm going to eat here. That you tell me is Christ. They are good though. Yeah, a little wine, get a little, little buzz on. A little wine. Just keep yeah. going back four or five times. Like, listen. They're like, to, you've had all of Christ's blood. I said, I just want more wine. I'm thirsty. I, I apologize to the Lord, but I used to steal those when I was an altar boy when I was a kid. Well, that's the worst thing that happened to you when you were an altar boy. It was. I think you got out easy. It was. We had a decent priest. He's <laughs> a good guy. He was. He's a good guy. <laughs> I'm not even going to tell you his name. <laughs> I, now I got... What no, we, I got I can't him. Do Scott, it. I, I need to know his name. I can't do Tell it. me the priest's name. I can't. Tell me the priest's name. Now. Father agrees a dick. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. It's <laughs> fantastic. Isn't it? He was a good dude, man. He was. <laughs> Father Grisadick, huh? <laughs> that was the priest's We're name? Still there. It was. Uh, Father Grisadick. And the other one was Father Gary. I don't remember his last name. Um, Sodomy. No. no. <laughs> Father <laughs> Garamy. <laughs> Father Garamy. Uh, do it. Father Gary Diddlepants. <laughs> no. No, sorry. That was your scoutmaster. <laughs> KG95, Josh Ennis Show. I saw something that um, left me a bit upset. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I was out there in the uh, cafeteria area, you know, the common area out there. I got this TV out there that shows different info like, hey, people who are celebrating anniversaries. Hey, it's such and such's birthday. Here's Josh's crappy ratings. All that <laughs> stuff all over the board. And, and another little message pops up and it says there's going to be like a holiday slash Christmas company mixer type of thing, like a little party. Okay. Yeah. And it's going to be downstairs at the, the Italian water, restaurant. Okay. okay. From 4 to 7 p.m. in December, on December 11th, it said. So from 4 to 7, there's going to be a party down there where alcoholic beverages will be consumed. Good times, right? There's going to be hors d'oeuvres. And all the good stuff, all the accoutrements. So that's on purpose, yeah. by design. But here's the thing here. Let me tell you a little something. It says that there will be alcoholic beverages. But it says, after two free beverages, employee must buy their own drinks afterward. Well, that's safe. I don't like it. <laughs> Does it make you mad that we might not be able to go or that we would have to buy our own drinks? 
because we can get through two pretty quick. We it get didn't down even, there. Honest to God, it didn't even occur to me that we might not be able to go. Because you know what? I will abandon this ship and I will go drink alcohol. If everyone else gets to do it, I get to do it. But that's not what this is about. All right. This is about frugality is what this is about. I'm up here putting in max effort every day to entertain the people of St. Louis to help resurrect this uh, radio station. Okay? The least you can do is give me unlimited free booze. <laughs> All you got for me is light beer. That's how I felt. I felt like Biff when he opened that fridge. Have your car towed all the way home and all you have for me is light beer. <laughs> That's how I feel. I feel like Christmas parties, in particular Christmas parties when you work in like, you know, radio and entertainment stuff, used to be wild, man. And I'm, I'm a young guy. I didn't get to experience the real debaucherous stuff with guns and blow and donkey shows and all the cool Christmas parties that, that you know people well before me used to be part of, you know, where people like everybody's banging it out. I mean, it's a group grope. It's like an orgy. We're doing blow off of Everyone, I mean, it's, I'm not sure it was ever like I that. guarantee you that's what those parties were like. <laughs> it was like Wolf of Wall Street. Yes, it was. Everything was like that plane ride on Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> I bet some Christmas parties were even in the air in an airplane like that. That's how cool Christmas parties used to be. Now, I get into the game, and what are Christmas parties now? Oh, two free drinks, and you got to buy your own. Drinks are like $9 billion at El Balago. Do I look like I'm made of money? No. You're going to have to make some good bets that week. I'm going to have to hit them big. <laughs> Just to get a buzz, I'm going to have to hit a couple of parlays. <laughs> Two free beers or drinks. They didn't specify, so I don't know if it's a mixed drink. What if you order like a triple? What if you order two triples? Hey, I'll have uh, two triples. <laughs> yeah. That's what you got to do. That's the move. That is the if move. If that's what they're doing. Now, I don't know if it's just going to be a cooler full of beer or something. <laughs> you like, get two drafts. You get two little tickets, <laughs> and they get you two draft beers. I don't know. What do you got on draft? Man. Stag uh, and stag. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in Houston, we had this epic Christmas party at this nightclub that was five clubs in one, right? So there was a karaoke bar in one part of it, a Latin club in one, an 80s dance room in the other, a main, like a new music. And we all just got obliterated. And that's the way the good Lord intended Christmas parties at your office to be. But somewhere along the way, the world started to suck, Scott. And then what you get is two free drinks, and then you're buying your drinks the rest of the time. It's like they don't want you to have a good time. You know, a year of putting forth max effort to entertain the masses in St. Louis, and here's what you do. Two free beverages. Come I'm only on. allowed to go because there aren't steps leading out of the bar. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is a curb eventually, so. <laughs> I'll have Coach with me, so he'll hold me up. I don't know. This disappoints me. My heart hurts. My heart hurts over this. I, I expected better. When I came here, I said, I get why iHeart doesn't do it, because iHeart has no employees, and they're broke. So I get why there's not an epic uh, Christmas party there. Like And look, maybe I overestimated things, but I mean, I thought Donkey Show was in play here. <laughs> why would you think? Because this is essentially an independent company, a small company. And to me, small companies, if you got a chance at a Donkey Show... And, but be it's clear, a professional. You know, like you I might have to dress up. Like, I'm not dressing up to go to no damn Christmas party. <laughs> ugly sweater. No, that's fine. I'll do that. I will not put on pants for any party, though. I do not want to put on <laughs> slacks to go drink two free beverages and then go home. <laughs> Who the hell wants two free beverages? Coach, <laughs> he'll take what he can get. You think they got NA down there? Hey, he's like, hey, John, do you think I could have one bush and one bush NA? <laughs> 
He would have Somehow Coach will be the only one that gets to drink 10 free beers because they'll feel bad for him. He'll get pity beers. Someone will probably give him their tickets like, or whatever. Kowski's going to be out there like, well, Coach is blind, so he gets 10 beers. <laughs> well, where are the beers coming from? Well, we're going to take your two free beers and Scott's two free beers. <laughs> There's four. And we're going to ply Coach with them. <laughs> Throw Marty Brooks in there, too. We yeah. don't need him. Yeah, just everybody that's gone. We're going to be sober for Christmas. I mean... I don't want to be sober for Christmas. <laughs> I want to drink alcohol for Sounds Christmas. Sounds like a country song, doesn't it? I don't want to be sober so- on Christmas. I don't want to be sober for Christmas. <laughs> That's it. Right there. I don't want to be sober for Christmas. I think that was the name of the new uh, Bon Jovi Christmas song. <laughs> Actually, we didn't even listen to that yet. I got to look it up. Remember last week oh, we were talking yeah, yeah, about yeah. a new crappy Bon Jovi Christmas song? Well, it's come out. So now we got to find that and play To it. the Googles. Yeah. To the Googles we will go. I but like first... It. We will tell you about traffic. To the traffic. Casey Travel brought to you by Chuck's Boots, your locally owned boot store. Work Western hiking, biker, and fashion. Fenton, St. Peter's, Chuck'sBoots.com. There is no traffic. Casey Weather brought to you by Air Comfort Service, heating, cooling, and insulation. Uh, get double carrier cool cash rebates up to $3,500 on a new HVAC system. Details at AirComfortService.com. Do you know how much blow the old Casey jocks probably used to do at Christmas parties? Like, I guarantee you, like all those 70s guys, nonstop blow. Like, they probably had blow coming out of John Hewlett's fro. He had to, like, shake it out. It looked like he was wearing a powdered wig. It was like dandruff. Yeah. It was like like he was like a judge in the 1800s. He had a powdered wig on, and he would just shake it out, and blow would come out They probably used that Jay Ferguson record to line it up. Yeah, that's probably where that... I I knew I smelled something on that record. The edges are pretty worn. I know. They were definitely cutting it with that. (laughs) That's why they retired. (laughs) Don't touch that album. Pick it up, I mean, you're going to get messed up. Just imagine the fun that old Mark Close used to have. Mark Close and, like, John Hewlett and all these guys. Like, hey, Kiss is in town. Uh, everybody wants to know if you want to do uh, a line of blow off of Gene's tongue. And they're like, yes, we do. Can we get some lewds? And now what, what do I get here? Two free drinks, and you got to buy the rest. I'm in the wrong era. <laughs> I was born in the wrong era. I believe I was, too. Yeah, we deserve better. <laughs> I was born in the wrong era. You were born in the wrong era. And I was even born before you, and I still wasn't born in the right era. You're in the wrong era. Actually, 80s was pretty good growing up as a kid. You did a lot of blow? No. No? No. It was around back then, but I know. I did enough. I was too young. I I did enough, but (laughs) not a ton. This day. She 95, Josh and his show. Josh and Scotty, what's shaking? Good news. So Mike Schilt, who used to manage the Cardinals before he was unceremoniously dumped so they can hire a guy who has now had the worst season the Cardinals have had since I've been born. Mike Schilt has found another job. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is the new manager of the San Diego Padres. Really? Good for him. That guy got screwed here. Look, I don't believe that baseball managers matter that much. I mean, guys got to go hit it. Guys got to go catch it, right? Like, what do you do as a baseball manager? Hey, bud, go hit it. I mean, that's, I mean, you don't have much. Line up maybe a speech. Yeah, that's about it, right? There's some guys, like Whitey Herzog had a special mentality, like a special brand of baseball that you played. Whitey ball, but you had the right guys to do it. Nowadays, guy goes up, he either hits a home run, he strikes out. Like, that's how baseball is. It's very boring, and I hate that that's what baseball has become. But I liked Mike Schilt, affable guy, right? Coach liked him, too. Uh, uh, look, he was look, so upset. Uh, look, they whacked the guy for no reason. They bring in this marmol. All the media people love it because the media people are shills. And they're like, oh, my God, dude, this guy is analytical. And he's young and he's smart. And, oh, my God, uh, Mike Schilt was an old white guy. He didn't get it. 
I hope, and I say this as someone who considers himself a diehard St. Louis Cardinals fan, and I have been my whole life. My first sports tears were shed over the Cardinals. I can tell you when that was. It was when we blew the 3-1 lead to Atlanta in 1996 and got outscored 32-1 to in the last three games. I cried. I was about 10 years old. I emoted. Okay. It was. It's fine. <laughs> Say what you want. I, cry, I, I used to cry over these things. But I will tell you this. Even as a diehard Cardinal fan, if I had the option of the Cardinals being good next year, which I don't think they will based on the losers they're signing right now, or I could see Mike Schilt win a lot of games... I kind of want Mike Schilt to win a lot of games just to give the double birds to Mosellock and all these dopes who are like, oh, what we do. Like, I kind of want that. Because deep down, I don't believe the Cardinals are going to be good next year, so we might as well have our old manager go out and just give it. I don't think you're alone on wanting Schilt to succeed. Now, I am probably alone on the, if I had a choice, of Schilt succeeding and the Cardinals succeeding. I think I would take Schilt. And I'm look, I'm a monster. I understand this. I have problems. <laughs> yeah, you're a little bit of a dick. <laughs> I am. I, look, I'm a monster. I, I acknowledge the level of monster I am. Well, I mean, it's, you know, self-awareness is good. Yeah. I, look, I know what I At am. At least you know. <laughs> I know what I look like. I, I get what it. I am, and I, that's all that I am. Yeah. But I wouldn't mind if he dominated in San Diego and that team was really good, which they probably won't be. But I would like to see that, and I would like to see this dweeb Marmol and this dweeb Mosellock get their asses kicked again. So maybe the Cardinals will do the right thing and tear the whole damn thing down and start over. Because, my God, you see they signed this Kyle Gibson today. And who knows, maybe they're going to go out and sign you know a great pitcher to be at the top of the rotation. But what we've done the last two days is we've seen a dude that's a has-been and a dude that's kind of a borderline never was. Cardinals baseball, catch the fever. Hey, Cardinals tickets got the packages on sale for Black Friday. Come see Kyle Gibson. And Lance Lynn. And again. Lance Lynn again. <laughs> Back around. Is that his Lynn again? Look, I'm going to tell you something, Scott. I would not put it past him to bring Wayne right out of retirement. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> that ain't going to happen. What? Watch. Watch. His, his music career is kicking butt, yeah. so he ain't coming back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Look, if, if it starts to falter, once he hits the road, he'll come back and pitch. But right now, he's crushing. So. <laughs> <laughs> he's pumping out hits. What do you want from him? KC95, my hero. One of the great sports movie scenes ever in Varsity Blues, right? Little oh, my yeah. God, I love that movie. The soundtrack is so good. I could look. I could talk about Varsity Blues all day. I, I might do a Varsity Blues podcast. I don't know what I would do after the first episode of it, but because <laughs> you'd be done, I would have to really dig deep to find things. But I look. I love Varsity Blues. If you think about the soundtrack, it's a special soundtrack, Scott. It's got everything you could ever want in music. It really is. Like, let me break this down for you really quick, okay? While I'm thinking about Varsity Blues and the soundtrack, right? Here we go. Varsity Blues soundtrack. What is on this thing? Music from and inspired by, let's see. Ah, uh, let's see. You got uh, Nice Guys Finished Last, My Hero, Collective Soul Run is on there. Fastball, Are You Ready for the Fallout, Third Eye Blind, Horror Show, Hot for Teacher, Van Halen, Kick Out the Jams, Monster Magnet, Thunderstruck. It's good stuff. I, I, I might go buy that compact disc on electronicbay.com <laughs> and play it in the car. 
I got to go get my Dolly Parton record. No, I don't think you should. Now, we were talking earlier about uh, boner pills and like how Cialis is celebrating an anniversary today. Uh-huh. Speaking of Dolly, if you want the opposite, she's like the opposite of Cialis. <laughs> it's like you just, it's like you're trying to stop your eight hour raging boner and you're like, I gotta have it go away. I'm just gonna watch at, nine to five. <laughs> no, that would help. That would keep oh, the boner. If you watch nine to five, if you see current Dolly, it would be the opposite. Like if you look at Dolly's face Leave now, Dolly alone. Like, <laughs> she's a national icon. No. <laughs> no, I, no, listen. She I don't. Is. I beg to differ. I am part of this nation, and I disagree with <laughs> I'm American, U.S. And uh, half and half, buddy. I disagree. Uh, but uh, anyway, you were talking about your testosterone from Premier U. Yeah, that's something that can help with um, your bone. Yeah, it, inc- right? it increases uh, sex drive and yeah. uh, help you maintain that little area. Yeah, very well. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Nothing wrong with that. Then you look good too. Yeah, yeah. So it's like even comes you know I'd, easier. Look, I'd hit. So, but <laughs> that's one what I was looking for. Yeah, look, look, hey, I'm, if it works, it works. It's I called. Mean, I'm just trying to give you positive affirmation. <laughs> thank you. Thank it you. helps in the workplace. It makes me feel good. Yeah. See, and it'll make you feel good it, as well. If everybody were allowed to tell people they look good in the office, everybody would be positive, and they would have great. This would be a great work environment. But you're not allowed to tell people they look good anymore. You're only like, gonna get two drinks, no matter what you say. <laughs> I know, right? Like I look at you, I say, Scott, you look nice today. You know what that's called? Harassment. <laughs> really, it's supposed to be positive. I'm trying to you know, aff- give you affirmation, make you feel good about yourself. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm trying to uplift. I think you can say it. You just can't, you know, you can't come up and grab my ass because then I'd be offended. No, but I disagree. Like, I, like, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think things were better when we could compliment people. When you could walk around and say, you're, you have nice eyes. Oh, now you're a creep if you tell someone they have nice yeah. eyes. Or, oh, you smell good. Yeah. These are all things I did to Marty, and he was like, oh, HR. <laughs> <laughs> I can see why. That's a little creepy. So you have nice eyes. You smell good. <laughs> you're, looking good you're looking fit, Marty. Yeah, you're looking tight, brother. Tell me how you do it. He never did take his golfing. No. He's kind of a dick. You'd have energy to do that with this house. He would, or if he would, uh, well, he does take the Manjaro, like you can get over at Premier U, right? They got the equivalent, the Ozempic and Manjaro, right? Yep. Bada bing, you could lose weight and start looking good and feeling good. I was listening to a podcast with some actor, and he had mentioned that he had a thyroid problem, and because of that, he had gained a lot of weight, and he he was all bloated. So he started taking Ozempic, which is kind of like the dirty little secret of a lot of people in Hollywood now. Is yeah, they take oh yeah. that Ozempic to lose weight. It's like, dude, I lost like 50 pounds in like six months. He's like, and I feel better. So why don't you do that? Ozempic, Manjaro, generic equivalents uh, for as low as 399 bucks a month. So just reach out to him. Premier, the letter U, med.com, 618-750-LIFE. 618-750-LIFE. Premier, the letter U, med.com. It's our friends over at Premier U. You'll feel better. You'll lose some weight. Like my dad. My dad's lost like 35 pounds or something like that. I mean, look, he, like, he looks very thin to the point where I want to be like, Dad, maybe you should put on a, a few pounds. You've lost oh, a really? lot of weight. Like, he's, I mean, he's really losing his weight. Buddy of mine reached out to me and said, hey, I saw a picture of your dad. It's like, he didn't even look like himself. He looks healthy. I'm like, I know, right? Yeah, the last picture you showed me had a big old smile. He's very happy. He, well, that's because they were treating him like a celebrity because he was at the movie premiere of this movie he's in for three seconds. Oh, that thing. So they were treating him like a little star, and he had a weird, like, pink sport coat on. Is that out this weekend? Is that? Oh, no, that's in December. It's in December. Yeah, but I think they, they did a premiere of it in Dallas because it's oh, okay. about the Von Erichs, and they're from Texas. Mm-hmm. I think they did that premiere at the Texas Theater, which, if I'm not mistaken, is where Lee Harvey Oswald got caught oh, after really? he did or didn't shoot Kennedy. 
depending on what you believe. Man, that's a, that's sketchy, though. Depending on which episode of Coast to Coast AM you listen to. <laughs> There's a new documentary about that whole thing, There's too. There's always a new documentary yeah. about it. It's, it's well, a this little is bit that, more oh, and more. Well, you know what? The anniversary is, like, tomorrow. I think, uh, I think it's yeah, the 20 no, 23rd. 23rd. I, well, I guess, uh, uh, boy, this is a tough one. Yeah. It's either the 22nd I or the 23rd. I think it's the 23rd. Either way, that's coming up, which means there's going to be a whole bunch of that stuff on TV. Tomorrow. It's, it's, it's the 22nd. You were yeah, correct. It's like Shark Week for conspiracy theorists. Because, like, all you get all week long is Kennedy assassination talk and videos and movies and documentaries. That whole thing was just brutal. Yeah. Well, we got more docs coming. Then you can watch the Oliver Stone do- uh, movie with uh, Kevin, Kevin Costner. Costner Back yeah. into the left. <laughs> <laughs> Back into the left. left. Yeah, that was definitely two shooters. Oh, I think so too. Might have been three. I believe our man was a patsy. I think the government was involved in this. That's what I think. Me too. Yeah, goes back all the way to George H. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, there's a whole bunch. I'm telling. There's a lot going on. Get my dad started on that. Doesn't know a damn thing about any of it, but he talks with such passion about it. Like my dad will go to Facebook and post just long ass rants about the Kennedy assassination. I'm like. Well, Dad must have watched a documentary today because that's how it is. He'll watch a documentary, and the one he just watched is where all the facts are. <laughs> yeah. So then that's what he believes that day. Anyway. I tra- mean, it makes sense. Traffic-wise, what do we have? Uh, Casey Travel brought to you by uh, Chuck's Boots, your locally owned boot store, work western hiking, biker, and fashion, Fenton, St. Peter's, and online at chucksboots.com. Um, Stalled vehicle, 70 West before 5th Street has the right lane closed. That's it for traffic. Casey Weather brought to you by your comfort service, heating, cooling, and insulation. Get double carrier cool cash rebates up to $3,500 on a new HVAC system. Details at aircomfortservice.com. Low tonight, 36, mostly cloudy overnight. High tomorrow, 49, partly cloudy. Uh, current temperature, 45. We're just kind of sitting in that 45, you know. Kind of cold, miserable. To the left. Back <laughs> to the left. Boy, now, now I don't know. I kind of want to watch conspiracy theory shows tonight now. Man, what a night. I can't wait to have a couple days off and just get blasted. Then again, I get blasted when I have to go to work the next day. So doesn't really impact me whatsoever. <laughs> the OG Show do? has teamed up with... KC95, Josh Ennis Show. You want to see if this Bon Jovi Christmas song is any good? Uh, sure. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it won't be. But maybe if I go in with low expectations, I'll be pleasantly surprised. That's how I look at life. Probably no dolly, but uh, let's see. They could both suck equally. Uh, let's see. This is called Christmas Isn't Christmas by Bon Jovi. Let's hear a little bit of it. All right, I'll play whatever the next song is. That was that. I can't. I, his Fancy voice is paper. His voice is so bad now. He just sounds terrible, man. Doesn't sound the same. No. All right then. That was a good tune. Short. <laughs> good. Tune. Sure. good. <laughs> I'm glad we played it. All right. Here's an actual good tune from the Hollies. Long, cool woman in a black dress. You got it right here on the one and only legendary St. Louis tradition, Casey 95. Solid banger there. Holly's long, cold woman in a black dress. Josh in a show. Josh and Scotty. I mean, I guess I could play a little bit more of the Bon Jovi song. No, you can't. Computer's broke. 
I really feel like there's something wrong with Bon Jovi. Yeah, like, I've seen concert videos of him, and he looks weird, and he's like, obviously... He's, just, he's aging. He's just, but he's, he's not, not like aging he's well. ancient. He's not ancient, though. I mean, he's probably, what, in his 60s? Mid, probably. Mid to late 50s? I think he's in his 60s. So he's not ancient by any means, but... His voice sounds weird. Perhaps it's a situation where Bon Jovi's never had a good voice, but based on the music he was singing, which was like hair metal of the 80s, yeah. you didn't know he had a bad voice, and now you realize that he has a terrible voice? It's weird. I'll play a little bit of it. Bad gummit. <laughs> I feel bad. I'm torturing people. But, like, his voice is so bizarre. Fancy paper, pretty ribbons, <laughs> I think he was ahead of his time. He was. He was a real, uh, he was a, a visionary. <laughs> a trailblazer, if you will. Like that. That is like the how many say I of Christmas songs. <laughs> so bad. Like you're waiting to hear, uh, have you ever, <laughs> have you ever wrapped a Christmas present with fancy papers? How many say oh? <laughs> how many? How many say I? How many say ho ho, ho? How many wrap presents in fancy papers? Uh, yeah. Fancy papers! Yeah, really. Uh, it's weird. Because I don't mind Bon Jovi. Like, as long as it's Bon Jovi from the years 1984 to about 1991. Then after that, like Bon Jovi, you kind of suck. <laughs> you kind of you not great. You didn't hang on. You, you really lost it, bud. Once you started making songs like Always, you lost me. You made some solid jams. But then Always happened, and I said, you know what? I feel like this is trending in a negative direction. <laughs> and I Pull out, man. Pull I out. wasn't wrong. But of course, the worst song of all time, possibly, is a song called Who Says You Can't Go Home by Bon Jovi and Jennifer Nettles. The hey. second worst song of all time I might, like that one. might be a song by Bon Jovi by John Bon Jovi called This House Is Not For Sale, which is basically a remake of Who Says You Can't Go Home, which is the worst song ever. <laughs> which one's the worst, the remake both <laughs> collect it was a tribute to that one collectively they are the, the worst song of all time my man he makes some crap he really did like some like after it hair sold metal a lot of records it did look i'll give him credit here i it's my life which i think came out in like 2000 that was a solid jam is it a song for the broken heart and boo boo like this is a pretty good song because it wasn't always. Sing a song for the broken hearted. 
See? That's a good song. I'll take it back. He made one good song after hair metal. He got really bad after Sambora left. Yeah. And I'm starting to think Sambora left because he knew he was getting bad. Like, he's not out, bro. I can't listen, bud. I can't listen to this crap no more. We gotta go. This house is not for sale. Like, Sambora's like, I do not want to be part of who says you can't go home. I'm not. It's my life. It's now or never. He still sounded decent at this point. Yeah. I think the key in all this is they were able to put so much over his voice that you couldn't tell his voice was terrible. In this Christmas song, he's literally like, it's just him. And it's like, this is not good. I don't think you're good at singing, bud. I don't think it's for you. <laughs> Maybe choose a different band. Maybe a restaurant. <laughs> this is not for you. Sponsor a softball team. <laughs> you can be the coach. looks like a softball coach. Uh, no, he kind of looks like a lesbian now. <laughs> like an old lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he could be, you know when you see these movies, uh, like 80 for Brady, where it's like four old broads oh, yeah, going yeah. to see the Patriots? Like he could be one of the 80 for Brady. <laughs> he could be one it's of like the Sally Field, Jane Fonda, Bon Jovi <laughs> in 80 for Brady. <laughs> Mary Steenburgen, <laughs> Bon Jovi in Book Club. <laughs> John Bon Jovi, Jack Nicholson. <laughs> it's complicated. He does. He, he kind of looks like Meryl Streep. <laughs> we need to A-B that now. I think what's happening is there's lesbians out there like, hold on, chief. Don't lump me in with Bon Jovi. <laughs> Don't put me down with that ship. <laughs> we know who he is. <laughs> Take the mask off. Uh, <laughs> I would have gotten away with it, too. <laughs> it wasn't for those snooping lesbians. Oh, like, my God. <laughs> who did you say he looked like on some newscaster? Oh, uh, no, that was Kevin Cronin no, we were no, talking Oh, yeah. Kevin Cronin looks like Rachel Maddow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, I know we've had this talk before. But why do these old rock stars go from being rock stars to old lesbians? Like, somewhere along the way, they all do. It's fascinating. Steven Tyler. There's a couple pictures out there oh, where yeah. he looks like, like an old grandma. I know. It's, it's really strange how yeah. this happens. And he's probably a pretty cool dude. Oh, like, no doubt. You know? But he looks like someone's grandma. His style's a little... Yeah, a little out there. Yeah. And in the 70s, I'm sure that worked. <laughs> right. But now you're just someone's old grandma. <laughs> How old is he? He's got to be oh, 70s. Oh, he's probably... Yeah, he's in his 70s. God bless him. Who, I, out of all these rock stars we've mentioned, which ones look the most lesbian? And you can't count actual lesbians, so you can't be like, well, this Etheridge. <laughs> Actually, she looks like... She looks less lesbian than... John Bon Jovi. <laughs> Kevin Cronin's like, I beg to differ. <laughs> I look more, I look like someone's, I look like Napoleon Dynamite's grandma. <laughs> Hold my microphone. <laughs> oh my, he does. He does. He's really adorable though, Kevin Cronin. Like, I want to play bingo with him. <laughs> I want to, I want to take him to like the, the Fenton VFW and play bingo with him. <laughs> Hey, hey, what are you doing today, Kevin? You want to come to the American Legion and Festus? <laughs> We're doing a meat shoot. <laughs> and the winner of the shotgun, Kevin Cronin. 
Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> uh, somebody won 14 pounds of pork steaks, and the winner is... Oh, wow, what a treat. <laughs> Kevin Cronin of Aria Speedwagon. He grabs the mic. I can't fight this feeling. <laughs> but don't let him go. <laughs> I want to keep on loving you. As soon as you are able, <laughs> and I am willing. Kevin Cronin. Oh, God. That'd be great to see him at Bingo. Just, like, you know, bingo! Like, Kevin Cronin bingo! Look, like, looks like he'd be like, could you run in and buy Grandma some smokes? <laughs> Here. Hey, Grandma's car's not running. Can you give me a ride over to the package store so I can get, so I can buy my beer? I gotta get his voice down. I gotta watch some videos, <laughs> and I'll be Kevin Cronin at Bingo. <laughs> well, it's a very soft voice. Not, well, it is. He just doesn't have like a deep voice or anything. He's like, hey, hey, I'm Kevin. Hey, it's Kevin Cronin. I, maybe that's a little too soft. That sounds like a child. That was like baby Kevin Cronin. <laughs> no, this is baby Kevin Cronin. <laughs> Sounds just like baby coach. I can't fight this feeling any longer. Actually, this, this kind of works. works. And yet I'm still afraid to let it flow. If you would sing Bon Jovi with that little auto-tune thing in there, yeah. I bet you'd sound just like he does now. Do what Who says you can't go home? There's only one it's pretty close. Just, Just a, a small town boy, born in Rolling Stone. Yeah, kind of sounds very familiar. It does, doesn't it? Go watch the latest video of a live concert. <laughs> that's that's Bon Jovi for you. Uh, I tell you what. Marlo went saw him said they were just absolutely, he was just not good. He didn't look healthy. It upset me. <laughs> like they were holding him up and stuff. It was very weird. Yeah. I don't wish any ill will on him, but it's, it's no, maybe time I don't know to him. not do that anymore. KC95, hello. Yeah, all your speedwagon is nothing without Gary Richrath anymore. Yeah. Oh, I'll take your word for it. KC95, hello. Thank you. <laughs> it's at the idiot. He's back. All right. Hello, KC. Hey, how you doing, man? Hey, good. What's up? Kevin Cronin looks like Dustin Hoffman and Tootsie. Not really. Who did he say? Dustin Hoffman and Tootsie is what Kevin Cronin looks like. No, he just looks like a just a pleasant lesbian lady. <laughs> Meatloaf kind of would look like Mrs. Doubtfire. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I think I've talked too long here. All right, let me rip track. Fortunately, Marty's not around to bitch about it. <laughs> hey, dude, you think you guys talked a little too much about lesbian Kevin Cronin? Is he gone tomorrow, too? Yeah. Like, he's not just going to show up to work one day before vacation. Marty's out, like, shooting ducks and stuff. Oh, uh, he's duck. I, he might be. I don't know. It seems like something he'd do. I wonder if they have duck for Thanksgiving. I don't know. It's a good question. He Maybe a well. turd ducking. <laughs> you ever had turd ducking? Isn't that where they shove a duck in a turkey or something? And a chicken. And a chicken? Yeah. It's Turn really ducking. good. It's good. Never had it. So how do they cut it? You know, I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I don't know. I just, it's tasty. <laughs> I don't think that's science. My God. <laughs> just stop asking so many questions. I want to try it now. Just eat the turducken. <laughs> just eat the damn thing and enjoy it. Oh, my God. 
right, KG Traffic brought to you by Chuck's Boots, your locally owned boot store. Work Western Hiking, Biker, and Fashion Fenton, St. Peter's, Chuck'sBoots.com. Stall Vehicle 64 West before 170 has the right lane closed. KG Weather brought to you by Air Comfort Service, Heating, Cooling, and Installation. Details, uh, I will get double carrier cool cash rebates <laughs> up to 3500 on a new HVAC system. Details at AirComfortService.com. 36 for the low, 49 for the high tomorrow. It's 45. All right, I guess I should play some commercials now. Let's do it. But then they'll be rock and roll after that. Let's do it. And then who knows? <laughs> Boom man. KC95, Josh Ennis Show. Uh, generally speaking, the news brought to you by, Frank Lita Mitsubishi. Every vehicle just 29 bucks down. Yes, Lita.com. You were telling me that uh, ACDC, it looks uh, more and more like they're going to tour again yeah, next year? Uh, Brian Johnson confirmed that they are planning to tour globally. Oh, badass, man. That's one I'd go to. That'll be another stadium tour, though, right? Uh, maybe. Uh, I mean, it could be. I don't. To me, I wish just play arenas, man. You know, like play, Enterprise. Yeah, play Enterprise Center. That's what I want. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just a better. It's just better overall. Because everybody that's in an arena can at least get a decent view. A right. handful of people get a good view in a football stadium. That's like why with this Rolling Stones tour that they announced today, they're all in football stadiums. So I'm like, I, I'm gonna go. I want to go, but it's. If you don't have good seats for a football stadium show, it's just like you might as well be on the sun. <laughs> don't, I mean, like it doesn't do anything for it's you. It's hard so. to control sound and something like that. Oh too. yeah, the sound like it's like, like you're getting the full awesome experience in something like that. Like arenas are better. Sammy was talking about that once about how really Van Halen when he was in the band they very rarely played stadium shows. Like they, first of all, financially playing a stadium show is not a smart move. Because you have a lot of tickets to sell, and because so many of them are on the moon, you can't sell them for a, a premium price. What you can do, though, is go into a city and play two nights in an arena and sell 40,000 tickets to two nights and sell them for more because, again, you're closer to the stage. It's a better venue for that. I think they should do three nights at the pageant. <laughs> They should do three nights in that little offshoot venue that's next to Hollywood Casino. <laughs> what is that one called? The uh, that little stage? Oh, of the Centine yeah. or no uh, St. Louis Music Park? Yeah, they go. Let's do. Hey, uh, they're gonna play one solid month at the St. Louis Music Park. <laughs> ACDC have a residency, a month-long residency at the St. Louis Music but Park. See, the chance to see them in a club like that, like a small, like a pageant yeah. or the factory. Oh, dude, awesome. the sound would be killer. Oh. I mean. Like I, that's why I hate the football stadium. I have to see the Rolling Stones to say I did it. There are very few acts out there right now that I feel like I have to say I saw them, right? Because I've seen I've seen Billy Joel a couple times. I've seen the Eagles a couple times. Like these are the legendary acts that are are, are kind of fading out that are still possible. I haven't seen GNR because they hosed us, but whatever. I've seen a lot of legendary acts. Some I'm just never going to get to see. Like, I'm not going to be able to see certain acts that are dead, for instance, right? I, I'm really bummed I didn't do the Bob Seger thing. I know, me too. I didn't get a chance to see him. I've, and I had many opportunities, and I just never just never did it. I never felt compelled to go. I was always too lazy. And now there's, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to catch him next time. A lot of places I live, the venue is like an hour away. I'm like, I don't want to go. <laughs> That's a whole thing. <laughs> it's a lot of driving. It is, man. So I never did it. But so Seeger's one I wish I would have seen. Hopefully we see ACDC. I am going to see the Eagles again when they come through because I might as well. But I have seen them. Um, so And I saw them with Glenn Fry. So I did get to see Glenn Fry. Yep. Uh, Billy Joel is great. I've seen Kiss a couple of times. Met Kiss a couple of times. Cool. But 
You know, there's very few acts like that that you're still like, oh, if I haven't seen them, I have to. And I think the Rolling Stones are one of those. So if I have to go to Chicago or wherever, they're not playing in the state of Missouri. The closest place they're playing is Chicago. If I have to drive to Chicago to go see them, I will. ACDC as well. I know. I haven't seen them either. So I, I would feel- pay $1,000 a ticket to go see them at like the factory. I'd probably pay more than that. Yeah, because you'd be seeing an intimate thing. Yeah. You know, and I love Sammy. I've seen Sammy a couple different times. I'll see him over here again because I love him. But Sammy's not on the level of, you know, these legendary acts. I've seen Motley Crue. I've seen Def Leppard because they tour 14 times a year. So you can't miss Def Leppard. Do I mean, you think he could play Bush Stadium Sammy? in this town? No. God, no. 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 You don't think? No. Man. No. God, you sure would think. Yeah, and but with all the hype he gets around, here. I don't know. Which and rightfully so. I mean, and I, I think he's too. gonna. I think he's gonna sell out or come close to selling out Hollywood Casino. Yeah. Oh, it'll but be he, packed. But he wouldn't be able to do it two nights in a row. Man. Now, if you took Van Halen, if Van Halen decided, and again, I know it's tough because you don't have Eddie. Um, Eddie. It's not even really. You can't do it. But if you if if somehow they got together and you got Michael Anthony, who would be there because he's Sammy's dude. If you got Sammy and you got Michael Anthony and Alex. Wolfgang Van Halen, and then you had also uh, uh, David Lee Roth. If they all decided they were going to put things aside, honest to God, even that couldn't play Bush Stadium. Really? No. Well, I mean, the last time David I Lee Roth... Here's the thing. The last time David Lee Roth toured with Van Halen was in like 2016, yeah. 2015, and they were playing amphitheaters. They were playing like the Hollywood right. Casino. So that now maybe because Eddie's dead and they could angle it as a reunion tribute to Eddie and they do a couple of one-off big shows in regions, maybe. But like, it's just not Van Halen time anymore. It's just, a, it's it's a different world. You we know? need to get a promoter and ask these types of questions and then give us the details of why that wouldn't happen. Well, I, I, I agree I with you. I think you're solid. Oh, I, I, there's no way Sammy puts 50,000 people in Bush Damn, There's surprising. zero chance. Zero unless he says this is the last concert I'm ever playing and people from Chicago and Indianapolis, everybody comes to town for an event. Ain't no way in hell Sammy puts in 50,000 for a show. This isn't 1980. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, when Sammy could sell out the arena, like uh, Sammy's going to put in 17,000, 16, 17,000, I think, for the for the show that's going to end this tour at, at uh, Hollywood. But after that, I don't think he's going to do much more. And then, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. It's an interesting question you pose about whether or not I don't think a Van Halen reunion, unless you make it Van Halen and they're the headliner of it, and then the opener is, because at least they have the two vocalists still. But if the opener is somebody, you make it like a festival, like Van Halen, it's like a reunion of the Monsters of Rock or something, and Def Leppard's playing, then maybe. I think too many of these acts do these stupid stadium shows. Well, I don't though. think David Lee Roth could do it. Oh, well, what, to sing? Yeah. No. He's got awful. So then that wouldn't work. He's it wouldn't missing really teeth. Help. Yeah. The dude is missing teeth. Yeah. He looks like a vagrant. Yeah. Sammy looks like, Sammy's 80, looks like he's 40. I mean, like, this, uh, David Lee Roth literally looks like he could be homeless in downtown St. Louis. <laughs> he looks like he could be pooping on the sidewalk on Clark Street. He's li- like, hey. I knew you were going to say. Wait a second. Is that David Lee Roth? Yeah, sure is. Oh, he's, he's over there. Yeah, he's, he's pooping. Right? He's in Kinner Plaza pooping. Like... <laughs> That's David Lee Roth. <laughs> He's jumping. <laughs> so, oh no. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, is he pooping next to the Musial statue again? Damn it. Anyway, when you were a kid and you would go to ball games, was that like the meeting place for you? Like, if, if we get lost, meet us at the Musial statue. Yeah, that was, that was always kind the key. of a, Yeah. 
when I would come to town and be like, listen, we're going to have cell phones. So if you got lost, I'm going to be out here after the ball game at the Musial statue, and you better be, uh, meet my ass over here. I'm going to kick your ass. My parents would just leave me and <laughs> not tell me where to meet They'll him. figure it out. It's <laughs> <laughs> like Joe Dirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you leave me? I was just a little kid. Ah, <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, what are you going to do? Again, I know I bring this up at least once a month because it's very because I'm dour as a human. But pretty soon, all these classic rock artists are going to be dead. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're closer to the end than the beginning. <laughs> that Just they like are. you should know. That they are. We were watching like Kevin Cronin videos. It's amazing how like one person's seventy-two looks a lot different than another person's. So we were watching an REO Speedwagon concert because we're losers. We were watching one from. You know, earlier this year. And Kevin Cronin looks old. Mm -hmm. And Jack Blades, who's about the same age, looks good. Looks great. Like, it's amazing. I don't know how to tell you. It's like Wilford Brimley. It is. (laughs) Fronting lover boy. It kind of does. A cat couldn't scratch it. No, actually, poor Mike Reno. That dude looks like the American dream Dusty Rhodes. Like, when I look at him out there, I'm waiting. Let me tell you something. This is the American dream, Duffy Rose. <laughs> like, when I see Mike Reno now, I'm like, I'm just the son of a plumber. You know? <laughs> like, that's what I hear when I see Dusty Rose. Uh, that's what I see when I see Mike Reno. Anyway, I guess we are way behind. Yeah, so. we are. Listen, I'm, I'm mischievous. What can I say? So... Don't even say anything about traffic. Just do the read. Ah, Chuck's Boots, your locally owned boot store, work western hiking, biker in fashion, Fenton, St. Peter's, and chucksboots.com. Uh, weather brought to you by Air Comfort Service, heating, cooling, and insulation. Get double carrier cool cash rebates up to 3500 on a new HVAC system. Details at aircomfortservice.com. It's 45 degrees. Have a good night. Yeah, let's go. There's no-